Hello and welcome to Euphoria, the podcast about the great glam and garish from Eurovision past. My name is Roland Bodnam and as ever I'm joined by my co-host. She's a little bit ill today but just wait till next week where she'll rise like a phoenix. It's Isabel Chilman. Isabel, you're sick. You're sick. Yeah, I've got laryngitis, mate. Oh, fuck. Well, Isabel, actually, we agreed beforehand uh, that because you're sick, uh, we're not going to do wine today. (coughs) However, I thought um, maybe I might be able to help a little bit. So instead of wine, I have one of three things to offer you. Would you you like, one, some LucasAid. Okay. Two... Some Ribena. Oh. Or three, some lemon sip. Oh. <laughs> or, or none, or you can have water. I want all of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have one. Together. <laughs> oh, the cat's licking my knee. Oh, that's strange. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Oh, you can hear her purring. Put her close to the mic. That's Patsy. That's a happy Patsy. Oh, that's the first time we've heard Pats. That sounds like a helicopter. Yeah, I'll turn her up. She's loving it. Hi. Hi, baby. She wants to be on the podcast. She can't she be. She can't be. <laughs> right, are you gonna shall I open the Lucasade and see how it sounds? Go on. Here we go. Ready? I think I want my beano. Right, well, I'll have some Lucas. Okay. <laughs> oh, it didn't Ooh. sound that fizzy. No. no. <laughs> We've got, a cur- we've got a cat pair. Oh, actually, while I was meant to be opening that... No, we don't have time to talk about where you were last week. You were in... I went to Edinburgh. <laughs> you did. Um, had an amazing time, yeah? Yeah, it was great. It was really nice. Oh, some good shows. Are we going to talk about your little song? <laughs> My lovely song. <laughs> I mean, Oh, the- yeah. Sorry there wasn't a podcast last week, guys. We just oh, no. realised last minute that there was no time to record yeah we just <laughs> ran it. I was in Edinburgh the entire week we hadn't thought about it uh, but that's um, okay it's all fine everyone needs a break you know you need a break from us sometimes I'm sure <laughs> your song we did all need a break from each other absolutely more than make up for it I think it Thank was you. it was it it's was really great a feat of excellence I maybe feel maybe that's why I've lost my voice maybe that you that much committed so much to the song so uh, let's see if your voice can handle the next bit. Are you ready, Isabel? Eurovision news. Yeah, you did quite well. Not too bad. Uh, we missed a couple of weeks of news actually, uh, and there's uh, quite a lot of stuff that's happening. So there's there's loads of countries now an- announcing their involvement in Eurovision 2018. Melody Fest have already named someone who's going to be competing. Bloody hell! Already. But it's very. I mean, it's very well organised. Although it's only like a few months off until they start the semi-final or the, uh, you know, the build-up to it at the very least. Oh, it's not Christ. far off. It comes around quick. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, one of the big countries that have re-announced their involvement is Australia. Um, yeah. Which, you know, is kind They're of... bloody ine- back, guys. Yeah, it's kind of inevitable at this point. Uh, I, I don't really think that they're ever leaving. However, some, no. some bigger news that happened uh, in the last week was... When Jon Ola announced the launch of Eurovision Asia. Mental. Absolutely mental. Like, no one was really uh, expecting it. And then out of nowhere, uh, Jon just 
just tweets that. He likes to do things sort of last minute. Um, so there's not... A, Have they named any countries yet? Um, so yeah, there's not a ton of details about it so far. No date or anything. However, I do have a list of nine countries who have so far confirmed their intentions to participate. The nine countries so far are Vanuatu, the Solomon Islands. Oh my God, <laughs> this is going to be so good. Singapore, Hong Kong, China, Japan, New Zealand, and Australia. Twice. <laughs> yeah, they're doing both now. <laughs> they're just, I think they're just spreading their bets and hoping to win big on at least one of them. Probably they should have to leave Eurovision. They should only have to do, only be Once, able to do one, right? Yeah, I think probably once this one gets up and running, the Asia one. It should be one or the other. You can't do the Europe one. And the Asia one. I think there's... No, especially now that there is an Asia one. Yeah, yeah, because they'd want to... Yeah, yeah. The Solomon... Okay, I'm already going to say... Solomon. I'm I'm putting my my colours to Solomon Islands. I think Vanuatu's going to be dark horse. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Right, we're going to say that. Right, (laughs) shake hands. You're Vanuatu, I'm Solomon. Okay, whoever comes higher up. Until the bitter end. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's who we're supporting now. Amazing, Vanuatu. Come on, Vanuatu. Fucking great. I should probably look up where Vanuatu is on a map. Yeah. Or if that's how you pronounce it. But (laughs) until then, Vanuatu, let's go. (laughs) Um... So, um, Isabel, uh, also in the last few days or in the last week, Yonola also gave a fairly extensive interview um, to a website called Eurovision Fan House. Sounds like a great house. Uh, And the topic of uh, expansion came up and Yon explained, we also want to see if it's possible to create an American version of the song contest. We talked about this. We talked about this. Although we haven't concluded that yet. This is a long-term strategy to see how far outside Europe the brand can reach. Hell yeah. He's got his sight sets on world domination, hasn't he? Our Jon. Yeah, he should do. That'd be bonkers. It'd be great. It'd be amazing. I'm very excited because, you know, as going through this and as every Eurovision fan knows... You know, you have these old tropes that we talk about with Eurovision and and there's there's things that are very stereotypically Eurovision or things Mm. that aren't and there's all these old jokes that you can make and that's great and it's warm and that's a lovely warm blanket that that your old Eurovision grandmother made for you (laughs) that you go back to every year and go, oh, lovely blanket, lovely Lovely blanket. Whereas Eurovision Asia... Don't have any of that. No, completely new. What the Blank. heck? What the heck is Hong Kong going to put in in comparison to New Zealand? Yeah. Like this is very different. Not that Europe doesn't have very different cultures. No, no, no. But you think about how vast this the, yeah. you know, the difference is in terms of uh, yeah, Australasian culture to say East Asian culture Huge. and the music differences that are going to come out of it. And because there isn't any backing, you know, I would hope that they're not going to go into this in the same in, after you know looking at Eurovision, Eurovision and saying, oh, so that's what Eurovision does, so that's what we need to put through. I want everyone to go full crazy. Like, full, like, put in whatever the fuck you want to put into this (laughs) and just see what the fuck happens. This is the first one. Yeah. We're going to see the first one of Eurovision Asia. Plant your flag. Yeah, exactly. Whatever is going to... You can set now... There's no stereotypes. You are set the, the start of it. You're going to set the precedent of years to come so that when, you know, 15 years, when we're still doing this bloody podcast, <laughs> we'll look back and go, can you remember the first ever year of Asia and what happened then and compare it to now and the thing and be able to make those references in terms of like, well, when when the Solomon Islands did that in, yeah. you know, Eurovision Asia 3, yeah. actually, it was totally ripped off now by New Zealand and they're <laughs> massively doing that. Like, there might be 
bonkers stuff that we can talk about. In the oh, it's going to be so good. Well, it's going to it's going to give us a lot more ammunition to write stories about, right? Because if it's three times the amount of Eurovision, then uh, we'll be fine. <laughs> When's it going to be held in the year? <clears throat> I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Will it be like spread out, or will we have like a month of like Eurovision Europe, Eurovision Asia, Eurovision like? That would be pretty intense, but I could Shit. I could do that anyway. It's all gonna it's all gonna. I'm so excited. All gonna happen. All gonna, it's gonna come out soon. Overtake the Olympics one day. <laughs> I mean, it, the future of the world. I genuinely it's depends be... on Jon's expansion. Uh, we're gonna move on to some any other business. Uh-huh. Um, we have um, two emails uh, this week that I very much enjoyed. Um, and they have a very common thread throughout. Ooh. So we're gonna start. Um, an email uh, with a subject line, ooh, ah, just a little email. Love it. Oh, that's <coughs> good. Uh, who, did, who did this that? Is, this is from uh, Tom in Bulgaria. Have we heard from him before? Yeah, yeah, yeah Tom. We? Yeah, 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 Tom from Bulgaria. Good old Tom. Tom writes, hi guys, long time no write. After Eurovision, <laughs> life just took a downturn. Aww. There was no reason to wake up in the morning. Mm. But fortunately, the summer has provided warmth to my soul and the news of Eurovision Asia makes things a lot better. Yeah. I cannot wait for the national selections to start, which is a whole other thing as well, because they've all got to do national selections. <clears throat> Maybe you've mentioned this before, but if you haven't, here is a wonderful documentary about Daz Sampson before the contest. Oh, no, no. Safe to say it's everything you think it would be. Yeah, no. Have you watched it? Fuck yeah, I have. Okay. That's that's being used in my prep for the... Okay, okay. It's fucking great. So uh, Tom then writes, I've enjoyed the podcast and cannot wait to hear a song from a listener. In brackets, not that yours are bad, Roland. Fine, that's fine. Um, <laughs> if I had any idea how to make a song, write, compose or sing anything else related to the field, I would try and contribute. But, you know, anyway... All the best from your only, question mark, listener in Bulgaria. Tom, I'm sure we've got loads of listeners oh, in Bulgaria. That's a challenge. Uh, if you're in Bulgaria. Are you another listener in Bulgaria? Prove Tom wrong. Uh, I'm going to follow this up straight away with another email. And this- 50% of my ex-boyfriends have been called Tom. Tom from Bulgaria, watch out. <laughs> that's a true fact. That's really sad, isn't that, it? Well, it depends true how fact. many ex-boyfriends there have been. If Eight. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, we had another, this is a really lovely email actually, um, from Ryan. And Ryan says, Hi guys, needless to say, I love this podcast. Why else would I be writing in? That's fair. Uh, this last episode in particular was incredible. Two references to Eurovision's true fallen hero, Daz Samson. <laughs> What a dream. It made my forgotten flame for Daz burn bright once again. Ryan, <coughs> I had, what's wrong with you? I had to take myself back to the documentary The Beeb made on him in the run-up to that fateful night in 2006. The documentary covers Daz's illustrious career in bizarre novelty hits and his naive delusions about what's to come. At times, it's like watching a Christopher Guest film. Right. Okay, it wasn't going to be next week's. Are you rushing but forward? But I'm going to do it. <laughs> now that we've got this comment and, and there's so much Daz Sampson love. There's a lot. Right, we're going to talk about him next week, well, guys. Well, it's the only time I'm ever going to release the information before yeah. the podcast. Ryan says it truly needs a podcast episode of its own. There you go, Ryan. Next week, uh, it's happening. Me and you, buddy. It's all for you. Uh, Daz. Ryan also says, during my deep dive on Daz, Oh, great alliteration. Uh, I wish I could. <laughs> During my deep dive on Daz, I was delighted to find 
He is playing at my local Pride in less than a month. Shut this up. This to me proves that Daz <laughs> is looking out for me. I just know it. I'm not going to reveal my favourite host because I don't want it to end on a downer. So I'll go straight down the middle and say Daz is my favourite. Fair. Oh. <laughs> Israel doesn't no. like that. I mean, I... You could have said Patsy. Oh, yeah, that's true. Just um, say the cat. Well, then, then Ryan says, thanks for making such a great podcast and inadvertently helping me with some mental health issues. Oh, Ryan. I mean, we're glad Mate, we can help. I'm always happy to help with that kind of stuff. As I know, someone right? who suffers from mental health issues also, uh, that's very nice to hear. It's amazing to hear. Um, thanks, You know, mate. we just, yeah, it's lovely. Uh, sorry about the absence of a song. Please just use Teenage Life as my entry and hand <laughs> me and Daz the Michelle McManus DVD. <laughs> Keep up the good work, Ryan from Europe. He fucking nailed that email. He absolutely nailed it. I genuinely email. wish I could talk and express myself better because that might be one of my favourite. It might be the favourite, the best email we've ever got. Absolutely nailed that email. email. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> right. Where's Barbara? Oh, in brackets, he did put it in brackets. Where's Daz going to be then? Oh, what do you mean, Daz? Oh, it's local. Oh, it is in UK. That was as far as we knew. That's the problem with you asking for, <laughs> for that only. That's what happens. I mean, I'm sure we can look I it don't, up. I mean, I don't want to go. <laughs> Do I? No. Do I? Should I? So I, um, without revealing, without, well, no, without spoiling your episode next week, I did start watching that documentary. I didn't watch very much. I watched like maybe the Okay, don't, you quarter. don't watch anymore. I won't watch anymore. Listeners, you can it watch if you want. does, when I started, I started thinking maybe... It was perhaps the best, like, comedy character, <laughs> like, creation that went too far ever. A, you know, a bit like, a mo- like a, I say modern day, Sasha Baron Cohen does, you know, Ali G or, you know, Borat or whatever. It felt like maybe he was actually a genius and was playing a character okay. all along. But, no. <laughs> but maybe he wasn't. But literally, there were some lines in it that you couldn't write. They were so funny. It was unbelievable. Oh man, you couldn't. We'll, we'll discuss it in detail next you week. Could not right, Ryan, it. because you're so great, and because two of you in one week, you and Tom. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> when it. I read them, I was like, oh my god, it's too. We're bringing, we're bringing Daz forward next week, buddies. Okay, there we go. We've done news. We've done any other business. Uh, I'm sure I'm gonna have to cut that down somewhere because we we had about five minutes of cat just purring at one point. <laughs> Uh, I'll keep the cat. No, I'll keep the, not all of the cat, but some of the cat. Uh, So we're going to move on, Isabel, to the story. Thankfully, it is my week to tell a story this week because I don't think we'd have got through it. You were telling a story. Um, Sit here and eat peppers. However, I do feel slightly bad because I swear I don't intentionally choose ones that will definitely make you angry. Oh, no. But I do think that the listeners really like it when you get angry Uh, i remember someone even suggested a drinking game where they drink whenever you exclaim i hate people (laughs) Uh, i said that three times today i i can even show you you said that three times a day and you told me that you had a really zen day (laughs) (laughs) you were like i had a really zen day at the office i only said i hate people three times that to you didn't you I? did yeah you did um so i am going to tell you isabel the story of what i believe is the worst man in eurovision history oh, no. what? <laughs> and i feel quite comfortable saying that in my opinion he we've had racists well yeah okay but we'll see uh i would say he's worse than the... and Daz samson <laughs> well we haven't had him yet uh 
so I do I do think that he's worse than our one recently, which was a man tied up in a global political scandal. So oh. uh, here we go. Let's hold out for this one. Um, I have to say, actually, that this story actually comes from a suggestion made by our listener, Jaime. Uh, uh, so you may want to thank or scold uh, Jaime mm, uh, like when okay. we get to the end. Uh, so watch out for Isabel's wrath on that one. Well, Hi, I can't mate. be too wrathful because I can't talk. <laughs> no, that's true. I can growl. Uh, <laughs> I can't actually. <clears throat> so, <laughs> Russia, surprise, Ooh. surprise, began its long and winding Eurovision story back in 1994, shortly after becoming a member of the EBU. Now, 1994, as we know, was a very good year to start in Eurovision as it was the year that Ireland gifted the world the river dance. Um, that year, Russia entered a woman named Yudif. Uh, now, for their first year, actually, they didn't do too badly. They came in ninth out of twenty-five. I'd it's be not, happy with that. Yeah, not too bad for the first year. Actually, um, we're not gonna we're not gonna focus on Yudif at all. I just that's some context. Um, I would like to point out though that after Eurovision, Yudif formed a duo with a Russian drummer and named the duo Beauty and the Beast. No. Which I feel is really unfair no. for the drummer. Like, or at least I'm assuming it's the drummer in that situation who no. is the beast. I think, like... And also, ha- well, I suppose this is back in the 90s, but still, not... think about names that are Googleable. Yeah, exactly. No one's SEO. ever find you. Also, isn't that intellectual property? Like, like Probably. surely, like, Disney are pretty hot on that. <laughs> you can't call your band it's Beauty mental. and the Beast. Oh, bless. But anyway, so... Uh, so uh, for the next year, Russia wanted to come in with something strong, something that would make an impression, and so they got out the big guns. They decided to pull in five-time World Music Award winner of the world's best-selling Russian artist. World's, world's record, world's, world's best of the world. It was the one and only, you know him, I know him, Philip Kerkorov. I, I've never heard of him. Uh <laughs> No, so Kirkorov was actually a pretty big name in Russia. He uh, had already won the Grand Prix. I'm, I'm a pretty big deal in Russia. <laughs> I mean, he, he would definitely say that. He'd already won the Grand Prize of Schlyanger 90 or Hit 90 competition. <laughs> Schlyanger. Uh, <laughs> uh, in 1992, he won Music Video of the Year for his song Atlantis. In 93, he won the Russian Ovation Award for Best Singer of the Year and won at the Bulgarian World Singing Competition, uh, the Golden Orpheus, that same year. So it's pretty... Golden Orpheus. The Golden Orpheus. <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm up to the stage. <laughs> the Golden Orpheus. Golden Orpheus. Um, at the start of 1994, he also cemented himself at the tip-top of Russian pop music royalty by proposing to Russian megastar singer Alla Pugacheva, who accepted. And they were scheduled to get married just two days after the Eurovision Song Contest that he was set to perform at. Like Justin and Britney. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't it be a wonderful fairy tale if Philip were to win Eurovision and then get married to his pop princess just two days afterwards? Uh, I can tell you now that didn't happen. Uh, No, the winner that year was a song called Nocturne, uh, representing the country of Norway, which we've spoken about, haven't we? Yeah, I know Nocturne. Yeah. Uh, Good for Norway, winning that one. Uh, Philip Kirkorov came in a fairly disappointing 17th out of 22, 23. Uh, And to be honest, once we've heard a little bit more about Kirkorov, we'll probably be quite glad that he plays so poorly. Let's have a quick listen to... 
Phillips song. song. Um, I mean, let's have a listen and see what we think. This is 1994. It's it's pretty outdated. It looks like 1984. <laughs> it really does. His hair is ridiculous. What he's dressed. All the singers are just like odd middle-aged men. <laughs> they and their mouths are too wide. <laughs> they look very 80s. So he's he's dressed pretty flamboyantly. He has a really puffy white shirt, right? Hair. And and huge hair. Actually, his shirt. Having said it's very outdated, it's pretty much the same shirt that Michael Flatley wore in the Riverdance that year. Yeah. Uh, big puffy arms, but I mean, that, that's a bit outdated, isn't it? Um, so you had, yeah, as Isabel says, big hair. Um, the song itself, it's it sounds like a... Yeah, sounds like a 17th place song, right? <laughs> that hasn't been remembered over the years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. There you go. Uh, and actually, his sort of flamboyance and, and uh, choice of outfit and he's wearing makeup on the stage and everything has sort of only increased in recent years. Almost to the extent, almost in some interviews, he looks like he's in, in drag. Like he's got like amazing sort of like um, like crystal outfits on and like has Ooh. lots of makeup. So he, he does look quite uh, amazing at some points and he carries himself in a sort of very flamboyant way. Um, so at this point, um, after I was reading his Wikipedia page, I was like, hey, you know what? He sounds like quite a nice guy. And the song's a bit dated, but he looks quite sort of... Um, I can't wait. He looks this. all right. That was until the point that I came across the section titled Scandals. Oh. <laughs> which is my favourite section in any Wikipedia entry, especially when it's in plural as well. Scandals. Oh yeah. So Isabel, and sometimes it just says controversy. Yeah, no, that's not going to scandal. 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 So scandal. Time for some scandals, Isabel. So 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 scandalous. <laughs> Go. On May twentieth, two thousand and four, uh, a press conference was being held by Kirkaroff in the city of Rostov on Don. Uh, a reporter uh, for the newspaper called the Newspaper of Don. The reporter was named Irina Aryan. Uh, took the mic and asked the question, why are there so many covers in your repertoire? Is this a lack of new song or, or new writers? At this point, Kirkorov interrupted her. Um, and I'm going to take a, a, a few pieces of the uh, ensuing dialogue here. Isabel, we're going to do a little role play. Now, would you like to, <laughs> would you like to read Irina's or Kirkorov's lines? There's less lines for Irina. Can I read Kirkorov? You, yeah, I feel like I can deliver. Yeah, is that all right? Yeah. So here we go. I will try not to. Read I'm going to hold it here. Can you read that? Okay. So here we go. This is uh, at the press conference. Okay. Uh, Irina has just asked why there's so gonna, many I'm covers. I'm not going to read his bits. So you can, so okay. I'm just read okay. Like treat me. Okay. Here we go. Um, can you uh, name the number of covers uh, in the repertoire except for Mum, Chic Ladies, and Viva La Diva? At this point, Kirkorov rolls his eyes to the camera and then they have a terse back and forth uh, leading to the following. This is Kirkorov. Just a second. You are responsible for your own words. I will be responsible for my own. So we'll start from the beginning. Atlantis, own song, own song. 
Why are you taking pictures of me? You listen. Next. You, you, you. Who song? Who sang that? Heaven and Earth. Who sang that? Donna International. Tarzan and Ricky Martin. A. Eh? Next. My Bunny. Who? Marina. I will raise a glass. You, you are a great singer. Yes, I know I am great. He then goes on to list a bunch more other songs and then says, I do not want to talk to you anymore. Next, next question. I do not want you to take pictures of me. You are bothering me. I am annoyed by your pink blouse, your tits and your microphone. Uh, it was at that point that Kirkhoff demanded the journalist be removed from the press conference. She did leave. And when she stepped outside, Kirkhoff's bodyguards approached her, proceeded to grab her, assault her in an attempt to take her camera and tape recorder. And when they succeeded, they broke both so that the recordings were unusable. What the f- <laughs> fuck? I mean, it's not funny for... I'm laughing at your reaction mainly. I mean, there's more. We, that's not the end of the story. <laughs> I'm annoyed by your pink blouse, your tits, and your microphone. Yeah, yeah. You it's venomous, isn't it? Shit. Venomous. You. He's found nasty little bitch. Oh, I'm gonna get him. Okay, I'm so I'm gonna get him. It, it goes on. Uh, oh, the cat's getting involved. The cat's the cat's furious. Oh, she's a uh, feminist. She's, a feminist. <laughs> she's like me. She gets angry at misogynists. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> Irina uh, then decided to take action. After failing to settle out of court, the reporter initiated a criminal case against the singer. Good. The case drew widespread attention in the media and across the whole of Russia and became known as Pink Blouse. Uh, if it was in the West, we would have added gate on the end because of Watergate. Oh, but, you know, nice. Pink Blouse. Um, the case eventually sided with Irina, uh, the reporter, and found Kirkorov guilty of insults. And he was fined a massive two thousand dollars. Oh, <laughs> uh, so guilty of insults. Uh, yeah, you guilty insults. of insults, which is a that weird. That just makes it sound like she's being wussy about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he said something mean about me. Actually, oh, like yeah, you, you did insult her. Yeah, so we'll go pay a little bit of money yeah. over. Um, Fuck. it was quite damaging for Kirkroff uh, for his career. There was a sort of a turning against him in the sort of wider I know yeah. I know that's no justification <laughs> I mean, uh, at all celebrities get away with rape though don't they yep so <laughs> yeah they do they do insults aren't going to really damage no 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 much. well no exactly so I was I was I, I think you've you've uh, seen into, seen into the future because I was going to say there was a sort of turning against him and like he was boycotted from a number of radio stations and a number of singers spoke out against him However, Kirkroff, in his brazen manner, uh, refused to give a public apology, at one point saying, I would rather work as a janitor than apologise to Irina Arian, uh, offending both Irina and, and all cleaners. janitors yeah. <laughs> in one swift sentence there. Piece so, real dick. Uh, got, uh, is, is it a little bit of political satire for you? Is he a... Is, is he, is he got a job at the White House with Trump now, has he? Hey. Interesting you say that as well. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) That's for later. That's for later. Uh, By no means means did this incident kill his career, however. It's more of a sort of black mark against his name that slowly faded away. This leads us to scandal number two. Escandalo. Escandalo. So, so, so scandalous. I feel like that's our theme tune whenever we have a scandal. Uh, In 2009, Philip Kirkhoff was back at Eurovision, but this time in the position of judge. In fact, he was the head. Fuck. Fucking let the dick in. (laughs) The head of the Russian jury. Um, Fuck's sake. (laughs) 
I feel like this is really bad because I I was trying to help you get better. Bad behavior. (laughs) We're here to point this shitty behavior out and not stand for it. So he was the head of the Russian jury. However, during the semi-final winners' conference, questions were raised about Kirkorov's close ties and friendships with a number of the contestants, including Greek representative Sakis Ruvas and Eurovision favorite. Alexander Ryback. <gasps> is Ryback <laughs> they, involved in this? Well, they were pictured together. Um, in a sexy way. Not in a sexy way at all. No, no. no they were just pictured like out, I think, out and about. So actually... So he's not... He's, he's not... I think he's unbiased. fine. So uh, this led to Kirkcroft uh, standing down from the position as head of the jury. And he stated that his relationships to some of the singers raised questions from the participating countries about the objectivity of the Russian jury. So sort of okay I mean you can sort of excuse that one he's been in the industry for a while a lot of those pop singers run in the same circuit so you know you can sort of you know you can sort of forgive that one let's move on to scandal number three four and five shall we Uh, slightly less forgivable threat so I could only find brief descriptions for incidents three and four but they're well worth including Uh, on the 3rd of September 2009 Philip Kirkorov was spotted on camera grabbing a camera off of journalist Veronica Kozlova uh, right. This once more drew the attention of the media and was widely, swimming, yeah, it was widely dubbed Pink Blouse Part Two. Um, there were threats of legal action, and some suggested that he could actually end up in jail for two to seven years due to it technically being theft. However, all charges were eventually dropped, and Kirkov claimed that his actions were provoked by the journalist. Journalist, yeah, 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 it was yeah, her yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, she was asking for it. Yeah, exactly. I've heard that before. <laughs> Scandal four. <laughs> Scandal four. In 2010, video footage emerged of Kirkov striking a female audience member whilst what walking through the crowd. The fuck, man! It, what a, a proper, fuck? a proper slap. I, I like. All I could find was the video of it. Like, there's no, never been a comment about it. It's just like, it's fucking weird. It's really fucking weird. Um, it's because if you let, in any situation, if you let someone get away with awful behavior, they won't just, that's not a one off. No, it justifies it. It and justifies it. Like, reinforces it. And it. they keep fucking <clears throat> doing it forever yeah. until it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That's why fucking murderers start off by killing, like, dogs and stuff. Yeah. And then they go, oh, that's easy, isn't it? Yeah. Get away with that. Just kill a person. Interesting right. you say that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, I, had, I had like a little I have, I was like, is uh, this the Jewish murder? We I, finally found I have it. been... <laughs> I don't know if there is one. I don't think there is one. Anyway, no, he, he hasn't murdered anyone, as far as we know. Uh, <laughs> then we get to... No, he hasn't. Uh, then we get to scandal... As far as we know. <laughs> legally, he hasn't. As far as we know. <laughs> Legally, he hasn't. Uh, so now we get to Scandal 5. On December 6th, 2010, in the run-up to the Golden Gramophone Ceremony, Kirkorov got involved in an argument with the assistant to the chief director, one Marina Yabl- Yablakova. He hates women. Well, what it is, is he thinks he can do it to women and he, yeah. he wouldn't, he's scared of doing it to a man, so he just does it to women. Scumbag, right? Scumbag. Uh, so the argument... Um, that he got involved with was reportedly over the lighting in the fucking venue. Uh, things got escalated, and according to a report submitted to the police, he proceeded to slap Yablakova, grab her hair, and oh kick her god. several times. Oh my god. Legal investigations were initiated, and what followed was basically a really, like, very public argument, and different celebrities took different sides. Oh, any of the ones that took yeah. Philip's yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. 
you are the worst i think at one point like the whole of the russian i think national football team or maybe it was rugby like was on his side it's like how what like what are you what's yeah what's your point got to do with this <laughs> like you weren't there you weren't there you're not in any way involved in this yeah. and also you're a group of men yeah you're, yeah, just, yeah. you're yeah, a large exactly. very aggressive group of men yeah who are told to you know taught to be like, like aggressive on the aggressive pitch yeah. yeah yeah and get what you want and take it and win at all costs like how is your conversation in this any like any voice that needs to be it's heard? fucking nuts fucking nuts two days later on december 8th kirkorov <laughs> uh fled to israel where he interred himself in a psychiatric hospital uh, on december 10th kirkorov issued a public apology to yablakova explaining that his behavior was due to a sil- serious illness mm. which happens to the singer every six months or so and is accompanied mm. by periods of blackouts or unconsciousness right. so it oh, wasn't me I it was my it. <laughs> it was my blackout it just i didn't i don't know what i'm doing yeah Sorry. Uh, oh. and then he was sort of and then he was out again and fine so in recent years, Kirkorov has been in and out of court over a number of issues, including claims that he ripped off a number of songs from another singer. One last thing. Uh, As it seems everyone from Russia is these days, he's mates, as you, as oh you foresaw, with the one and only oh President of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, he was a jury member for the Miss Universe contest. <clears throat> and one quote that I read from Kirkorov that I kind of feel sums up his attitude uh, to life and pr- to women mainly uh, on, on the subject of Trump was um, Kirkov saying, I introduced Donald to the popular Russian-Ukrainian singer Annie Lorak. I know he's a big connoisseur of female beauty, so he talked with her oh. a whole lot the whole evening. <laughs> Excuse me while I go and vomit. If there's one thing I want you to learn from this story... Every straight man <laughs> I can find... <laughs> the rest of my fucking if, life if anyone ever describes himself to you as a connoisseur of female beauty they're, they're, just they're a sex attacker turn around and walk away it is not like it is not good uh so as they say you can judge someone by the company that they keep uh and being mates with donald trump i think oh. makes it clear uh that if you're ever nearby Bye. one philip kirkrov i would still steer well clear um that's kind of <laughs> I've made Isabel angry. <laughs> I've so made her nice. furious. Um, what? I, I'm, I'm really. I mean, I've, it's definitely not happened at all in this episode. I'm really trying to like not have such a potty mouth. <laughs> but all I want to say right now is the the, the vilest words I can think of. I mean, I did say I did say a few of them in the in the <laughs> whilst I was saying it. Um, oh yeah, he's a complete asshole. Complete arsehole. Um, I hate him. And the weird thing was, because I read a lot of stuff other than this. I, the scandals, I went on the Russian Wikipedia page, and the scandals part on that is quite far down the page, whereas on the English one, it's like midway. <laughs> I don't know if someone's straight. trying to bury it. Damn but, um, straight it is. But, um, but I was sort of like, oh, he sounds like an interesting, you know, slightly... And then all the hitting women yeah. things came out. What is wrong with humans? What is wrong with the world? Why is everyone the worst? Did I show? Oh my god! Did I show you this picture? No. Oh, I've seen so many things today that have made me angry. I'm sorry, I did tell you I've been. You had a really out. zen day. Really zen day. No, actually, I didn't. This didn't. It not only made me slightly angry. It mainly made me funny. Made me funny. It made me funny. It made me funny. <laughs> These people were on my bus. 
Oh, God. <laughs> so, I've, so I've tweeted this picture. If you want do to you watch like to it. describe it? So there was a couple, a, a, heter- a heterosexual couple <laughs> on my bus um, that were wearing matching outfits. <sighs> non-ironically, non-ironically. Very, and, it went, and I've said this before about something and someone's gone, oh, do you know they weren't doing it? I went, no, you, you, you can know. tell. You know. you know when someone's doing something ironically when they're not. This is with all seriousness, wearing matching outfits, both of them, black shoes, white jeans, <sighs> white jeans. They must be maybe 23. Old enough to know better. Old enough. <laughs> And matching t-shirts that um, his says, I heart my girl, and her says, I heart my boy. Now, one of them, now, it, um, and it could genuinely be either, one of them made a decision to, for them to wear the shirts, and that is the insecure one who really wants everyone to know that this is my girlfriend or boyfriend. Don't, like, like, in Dalston, though. Oh, Jesus What is wrong Christ. with them? Was, I was ha- they were on the same bus as me, and I was... <laughs> so desperate to take a photo that I, I couldn't so I, ha- I took some off of the CCTV what um, oh right I see yeah, I yeah. could catch them on that and then they got off at my stop oh you were like brilliant and I was like fucking great brilliant so I took some I took a photo oh is that a harassment no it's no, fine it's fine, it's fine. They, if they didn't want photos taken they shouldn't have worn them <laughs> <laughs> don't dress like that in Dalston do uh, shall we move on from horrible people oh people are the worst uh, so I have written a song I oh have... you're not the worst thanks <laughs> I, was... I like you I like Tom from Bulgaria Patsy I like I love Patsy <laughs> yeah you love Patsy more I than like Ryan yeah from Ryan's great yeah we love Ryan we love all our listeners as well. All the listeners. <laughs> um, so, okay. Do you want to carry on, or I, I I'll just going to list everyone okay, I like, mate. Okay. Okay. okay so, just give me a sec. <laughs> if she hasn't said your name, just assume I cut it in the edit because it was I a long list. Like all of you. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, so Isabel, uh, I, I wrote a song, Isabel, and I want you to to experience this from the perspective that I had. Okay. So I'm going to set this up for you. Uh, I want you to imagine. You've had a lovely day. Maybe you've gone to the park. You've maybe done a bit of shopping, uh, had some nice food. You come home and you think, you know what? I'm going to have a lovely evening in. I'm going to chill out. I'm going to put my PJs on, relax. And it gets later. You're watching a movie and you're just in on your own, loving life. And it gets to maybe like, you know, close to midnight, maybe after midnight, you're still up. And then suddenly your phone lights up and you get a little alert on your phone. Isabel. I've written a song no. called no. Cold Caller. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, <laughs> Here we go. This is a song called Cold Caller. Night in and I'm feeling alright. I kick my shoes off and I pour me some wine. I'm feeling real good. I don't need a thing. Then my phone lights up and I hear it go. Uh oh. What is this message at a quarter to one? Hey boy. I'm out in your hood and I'm having some fun I don't want to be imposing But this nightclub will soon be closing There's one thing on my mind So let me in, let's get entwined I mean, I don't want to be unkind Oh, you're my cold caller When you're thinking of the things I do Pick up your phone and holler Cause it's heat between me and you this time heat is all you're needing So grab that phone, let's get proceeding Well, loving's on your mind Just cold call me and we'll be fine 
quick change and I'm looking okay I clean the house, make it look like it's always this way Grab a glass and one for you as well Just in time in the hall I can hear the door Uh-oh, I feel your hands on me when I open the door Oh my, barely time for hello as the clothes hit the floor Heavy breathing, oh, sounds so familiar I know your body, where you like my touch Who'd have known tonight that we would be here We take our time, no need for us to rush I don't get it when I get it with you You just know where to touch and you know what to do Maybe we've learned from a history Or maybe cause we call, call each other every week Oh, you're my cold caller When you're thinking of the things I do Pick up your phone Cause it's here between me and you This time heat is all you're needing So grab that phone, let's get proceeding When love is on your mind Just co-call me and we'll be fine Cold Cola <laughs> I love the dings <laughs> I love the dings uh, That was a song called Cold Cola From the perspective of being cold cold and it's kind of being all right <laughs> um so i'm aware isabel that most of the time when that occurs it's it's a very unwanted <laughs> hey you up <laughs> and you're like nope <laughs> no, no 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 but it's there's the occasion where you get a message and you go hello <laughs> like mm, i haven't heard from you mm. in a while <laughs> um so initial thoughts yeah was oh god he's doing another one about sex i can't <laughs> I can't okay. I mean, um, it, it kind of was. Yeah, well, it, it, it was. was. <laughs> Cold call. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but actually, I really liked it. Did you? It's very Scissor Sisters. Oh, which yeah, is okay. great. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Big Scissor yeah. Sisters fan. Um, it's love quite the dings. That, great oh, melody. Dings, yeah. Strong dings. You have learnt to edit with your lyrics the further it got through the more i could envisage envisage it yeah envisage yeah could see it Mm. being sung by a like low-key but sexy lady oh yeah okay cool like cool young millennial lady yeah Yeah. but sexy oh yeah see i think i wrote it from the i flipped the the uh genders around uh, only because I was aware of it sounding a bit sex pesty texting a girl <laughs> late at night, but maybe that's me being, me being overly sensitive. That is, uh, I would love <laughs> a boy to text me in the middle of the night. Uh, hey, you are mm. the right boy. There are some boys right that you wouldn't boy. want. Yeah, no. If you are just like a boy who has my number, yeah, and just heard me say that this isn't a, an, like invi- a, an open invitation. A messaging you know, do you know what I mean like this isn't me going yeah. mm, yeah, you text no. me no 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 like the right one the right one yeah, and it's probably yeah. not you <laughs> okay just so you know just so you know it's probably not you I can't think of anyone who'd be listening to this that I would want to text me no who has my number yeah yeah do you know what I mean who, yeah like you have friends who you're like yeah you're not expecting a text from them at quarter to one no maybe who knows anyway uh, feel free to text me uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I quite. The, the, I think the thing about the bit in that song that is most me is the bit where I tidy the house to make it look like it's always no, that's that tidy. Funny, that's fucking funny. <laughs> I think that is imagine, my top imagine priority. If someone did actually, off the back of this, text one of us now. Be that, like we, that we didn't know. Listen to the podcast. Oh, secret. 
I know a couple who might. No, I don't. Uh, before we get too far away from the song, Isabel, and we forget what it was, um, uh, let's do the score for this one. Uh, cold Caller, Isabel, what do you think? So I was flittering around, oh. up and down, up and down, up and down, up and yeah. down. But the longer it went through, the more set I was. And actually, I could really, not you singing it, but I could see that being sung by someone and it I'm being writer, great. I'm not the performer. Wheat. Eight. Eight. I'm disappointed with that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've given worse songs an eight before. And but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I refuse to use nine and eleven oh, now. Fuck. But there you go. That's the problem. Well, You're not, not a ten no. then. No. Okay. All right. Okay. I can. So that's third best score that I could get third best score okay i'm all right with that i'm okay with that i figured it out yeah, yeah I'm okay. you're not second best that's not a second best score song no 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 no. i'd agree with you on that it's not second that's best score a song. like third best it, that's that's um yodel rap romania yeah because I, I was thinking a 10 if it goes 10 11 12 you'd be you'd, but it you'd end up coming like sixth i'm i'm okay with that exactly uh yeah it goes 8 10 12 fine i'm an eight yeah I, i'm okay with you're that yeah i've got better i've got better i've come to terms with it in my head <laughs> All right then, let's let's end the show before Isabel's voice gets any more damage and she can not do the podcast at all ever again, which would be terrible because it'd just be my voice. We've got to talk uh, about dads next week. <laughs> so um, there we go. Uh, before we end, oh shit! Before we end, um, any other business? If you would oh like to send God, in a song um, or email us or tweet at us, uh, you can do all of those things. Uh, you can email us at euphoriapodcast at gmail or we're on Twitter, which is at Euphoria Cast. Please do get in touch. It's so nice hearing from people. Thank you so much to Ryan. Lovely who is a new, emails. New emailer today. Yeah. Um, please do, yeah, contact us and just let us know uh, whatever you want, really. Speaking of the songs, uh, I'm adding to the prize pool uh, oh, yeah. this week. Uh, and you can send your, your songs. I know some people are writing. Uh, we're still waiting patiently for them. Uh, you can send them to Euphoriapodcast at gmail.com. We have a prize fund that we're splitting between first, second, and third places pot. after a Let's public not call it a fund. <laughs> yeah, pot. Sorry, money. <laughs> uh, prize there's pot. There's no money. There's no money. You um, get a picture. That's worth I'll draw more you a than picture. any money. And you get a photo um, of me in a cowboy hat. My prize this week that we're contributing to the pool is to ensure that you are never away from our podcast. Oh, God. I have got for you a... Is it something I'm going to want? ...battery charger to make sure your phone is always charged up. Wow. It's one of them little battery pack things. Uh, so, yeah, it's a it's, a, good, it's it? a little battery pack uh, that you get so that always you, you can recharge your phone on the go. Uh, there we go, then. That is the pri- added to the prize. All the other prizes, we'll go through them again at some point. But- Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes oh, as well. Oh, yeah, do it. Go on on iTunes. Bloody do it. Even if you listen I'm to Ill. us on another... Make me feel happy. ...website or somewhere else. <laughs> Just go on bloody iTunes and... And click five it. star and then write Come on. a couple of sentences. Come on. Uh, so let's end the show on that slightly begging note. <laughs> um, before we go, however, Isabel, uh, if you can say any more words, I have a question for you. Go on. <coughs> go on. You can listen to one song for the rest of your life. The choice is Scooch Flying the Flag or Daz Samson Teenage Life. Scoot. <laughs> Scooch every time. I don't I'm not repeating myself <laughs> okay well there you hear it for the first for, there you go you heard it from here first it's Scooch flying the flag all the way thank you for listening ladies and gentlemen and we will see you next week bye <laughs>